Good day, everyone. My name is Vince Hawkins. And I am Bill Molden. And we want to welcome you to the Vince and Bill Podcast. Yeah, we uh, we had a great service uh, all together. We had a, a packed house, which means we had 50 people. We had, 50 I had, a, people. We had a full 50. <laughs> we had did. a full 50. We did. We're back indoors. We had a great outdoor service last week. We're going to have another outdoor service next week, Lord willing. And as they say down south, the creek don't rise. Uh, but right. uh, but we're gonna we're indoors this week, and um, we did have a a, a great uh, time together. So yeah, and if you haven't had a chance to listen to Vince's sermon, I want to encourage you to stop the podcast right now. Go to the link, listen to the service. Otherwise, you'll never understand what we're about to talk about. Uh, because Vince, you started off by uh, telling us a story about uh, you know some things that you had gone through. And uh, you mentioned that you're in a movie uh, right. with Russell Crowe. Unhinged. Uh, yeah, entitled Unhinged. And the movie disturbed you so much yeah. that you chose to go see Sonic the Hedgehog with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. Uh, instead of uh, sitting in and finishing the movie. And I thought that would be a great place to start. What do you think was going on with what you were seeing that led you to such a kind of a visceral reaction uh, to the to the movie. Well, okay. So if you have not seen, you know, uh, spoiler alert here. Um, it's about Russell Crowe. He's really, really having a pretty tough whatever life, end of life week, and uh, he basically becomes a bit of a madman. He's sort of unhinged by society's stress and everything. It's kind of a really, uh, I don't know, eerie appropriate for right now just the stresses of life and he's just reached the boiling point he becomes unhinged and he kind of goes on a murdering spree for the for, for the for lack of a better way of putting it and as i'm watching this movie i don't know if it's just everything that's going on right now typically i go to the movie i actually like to be entertained and not just feel anxiety and the movie was just producing for me uh, it was almost too real i felt like Wow, I can see people doing this. Anyway, I just, I just reached a point like I need a little more laughter in my life, right? Not so much death and despair and uncertainty. It was one of those movies. About fifteen minutes in, you kind of want the bad guy to get killed, and you kind of know it's typical. It's a guy. He's pursuing. He's you know he's he's stalking a woman. You know, at the end, the woman's gonna kill him. So you know how it's gonna end. <laughs> But I really wanted Russell Crowe. He did mention spoiler alert. Yes, right. I, I wanted Russell Crowe dead quickly because he was doing some very evil and unhinged stuff. So it just weirdly, yeah. Stuck and me up. and you mentioned you know by the end, uh, Robin was able to stick it out and yeah. finish the movie. And it seems like the movie had kind of an overarching message to it. What was powerful that powerful message? And the message is this: is that basically. You know, people have bad days. And I tell you, you never know what people are going through, you know. And so it's always best to be kind, to be polite, to treat people appropriately. And that's what the woman, she didn't treat Russell Crowe appropriate. She didn't know what kind of day he was having. So he spent the rest of the movie trying to make her day bad. Yeah. And isn't that life? (laughs) That tends to be life. So it really kind of played into the sermon a little bit today. I mean... And we just at this point in Ephesians chapter four, verse seven uh, and following just about, you know, Jesus gave gifts. We went through the gifts there in Romans chapter 12, six through eight, uh, the various gifts. But more importantly, 
Are we using our gifts to make the kingdom better? Are we using our gifts to be a blessing to others? Because, you know, you really don't know what kind of day people have had. That's right. That's right. And I think what an appropriate uh, thing to put before the church that we've actually been given perspective. We've been given hope. We've been given uh, just as you started to list out not only all the gifts, but the different people within the congregation that that have these gifts, the serving, the teaching, the encouraging, giving and leadership and all that good stuff, showing mercy. Mm. Uh, I mean, it really is kind of one of those things that you know there are people out right now. There are people that we're living around, living right next door to, that that movie Unhinged is kind of close to their reality. You're right. You know, there is that that sense of kind of underneath the surface, people are kind of starting to reach a boiling point. Yeah. And I think as we watch the news, we see different areas of our country kind of experiencing these these things. And it just adds kind of that common level stress to everyone's life. And I think your call for the church to really start to utilize their gifts not only towards one another, but especially to those who aren't a part of our church, was an incredibly important point. Yeah, you know, you're so right, because, I mean, people, you know, society's always unraveling, so I don't want to be, you know, like, hey, these are the worst (laughs) times ever. But really, you can see people unraveling, you know, in many ways, and that's what's happening in this movie. But it really is just sort of the work of the enemy. You know, he gets us down on ourselves. He gets us discouraged. He, he makes the bad seem worse than it actually is and downplay the good in life. And so everyone is going through a lot, going through something. So to be able to go through those spiritual gifts, right, of encouraging and serving and, you know, showing mercy. You know, I, I, uh, when we when we uh, when those when when those uh, gifts are on display in our lives, we really are making the world a better place. That's right. I mean, we're making our community, but we're making our neighborhoods better. We're making the church better. And so I think if I could, you know, that's the one thing I didn't really go into too much today, but it, it, it is, we have to use our gifts. I mean, Jesus gave them to him, but we don't have a choice. That's right. We, that's right. We, we, we have to, uh, because Things are just coming apart, you know, at the seams. But for many of us, but certainly for others in our congregation, but honestly for our neighbors, our friends, our parents, and this this is a time, you say all the time, we as disciples were built for these moments. These are the hours where we actually can shine like stars in the universe. Amen. So. Well, and I love the fact that you ended your sermon with 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. And again, it's, you know, 1 Peter is one of those books where, to be totally honest, our church in the 90s and early 2000s had no reason to read 1 Peter. Hmm. 1 Peter is a book for those that are in the margins. Yeah. They have no power. Sure. They have no ability to change their fate. Sure. Um, but now, as we're starting to look at where we're really at, Mm. you know, and we're all living through something that's made us a lot less powerful. Mm. First Peter is starting to ring true in incredible ways. And I love that you brought in this passage and the passage I'm referring to specifically is first Peter four 10, which says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve 
others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I thought, wow, what an appropriate verse. You could not have picked a better closing verse because that is what we're really talking about. That's it. And, you know, and I, and I love this, I love this idea of use whatever gift. And so if you were to kind of point people in a direction, like, you know, they heard the sermon, they're, they're recognizing that there's all these various gifts. Uh, what, what kind of homework would you give someone that would help them to identify the different gifts that they may have, um, in possession. Sure. So, um, they, you know, there, there are, um, there, there, there actually are some online, uh, assessments you can do of your various gifts. However, I think honestly, even probably more practically and maybe even better, I, I, I don't want to send you online. God knows we're doing enough of that. <laughs> actually, Word. why don't you talk to some people? What? Why don't you have a conversation? It doesn't matter over the phone, over Zoom, but grab a friend, a couple of friends, get together in your small group and just say, hey, what gift? That's right. Which of these gifts do you think I have? Yeah. So don't go online. Forget I said that. Don't go online. Talk yeah. to your friends. Let your friends encourage you. Yeah, that's actually what I was hoping you were going to say. <laughs> uh, you know, because again, one of the problems that uh, we, I, I love those gift surveys. Yeah. They're, they're fun. You know, they help you to be reflective uh, and they're great. The problem is you do the survey, you get told what your gift is. And then you're like, well, someone should ask me to use it, <laughs> That's right. you That's know, right. but if you will just kind of take some time to study the passages, yeah. uh, to, to read over, uh, a Romans 12, to get together with your small group with, uh, a couple of brothers or a couple of sisters, uh, and really kind of go, Hey, where do you think I'm strong? Yeah. And then have everyone share where they think I, I might not be very good at this one. Sure. Sure. Um, because again, what ends up happening, if you just do that, mm-hmm. you end up obeying first Peter four ten because you start using the gift. That's right. You, you start doing this. Uh, I remember uh, one one brother uh, uh, filled out one of those spiritual surveys and completely disagreed. <laughs> And and I have to admit he wasn't wrong. Like the the survey was telling him, like he was this suit. Like if you read the survey, you th- you would think I'm scared of this guy because <laughs> right. he is going to rebuke me at every moment, exhortation and you know confrontation. Nice. I mean, and and this was one of the most loving, sweetest brothers. I mean, this guy's you know kind of like you mentioned. He's one of those guys you talk to him and you're like. I was trying to encourage him, but you know, <laughs> right. um, and so what he decided to do is that he goes, well, I know I'm encouraging, so I'm just going to try to exercise each one of these gifts. Mm. And he just went in order. That's good. And he just said this week, I'm going to try to, you know, uh, speak the truth in love. That's good. The next week he goes, I'm going to try to exercise some leadership. That's good. And the funny thing was, is that at the end of, at the end of seven weeks, he actually came back and he goes, you know, it's funny. Every time I focused on a gift and decided to try to use it, God supplied me with what I need to wow. actually exercise it. That's really good. That's yeah. good. That's powerful. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's, that's, I love that. Um, what a, Hey, that's a great takeaway, right? I, I think in our small groups this week, and I, I lead a small group tomorrow. I think I'll do that with my small group. Um, 
you know, we, we're just sort of getting to know one another really well. Maybe sometimes it's even to go around and say, which of these do you think you're good at? Right. You know, you know, uh, not to mind for the, you know, because people tend to go to their their deficit. <laughs> it's true. I'm not good at this one, you know, but uh, and they, you know, they start mining for deficits, if you will. But hey, which which of these do you think you're good at? Yeah. But then have everyone else around to sort of affirm that uh, to say, oh, I would have thought it was that. But it can be a very encouraging time. I, I will say this, that whatever you do, we definitely need times like this. We need to hear these, to hear our strengths, to hear the strengths of others. And then we need to turn around and be able to use them. But sometimes by acknowledging our gifts, right, and uh, and, and having others acknowledge them, it even opens the door for someone to say, hey, you know what, you're a very encouraging person. Can you call such and such? So I I, I think there's the, the, the opportunities are abundant. That's right. Um, but I will say this, that if nothing else, um, you know, you don't know how unhinged people are getting. And if you've not seen the movie Unhinged, um, I would, you know, I can't recommend it because I didn't see it in its entirety. But um, But my wife loved it. And uh, and I'd say the great the, the, the greatest lesson of all is that, man, everyone's going through something. And we as Christians, we have a responsibility to be a light. Amen. So. Amen. Well, in all full disclosure, I probably would have chose Sonic the Hedgehog over Unhinged <laughs> in the first place. So, right. you, you know, so I, I'm much more I, I want to turn my brain off. Uh, exactly. That's exactly you know, right. So, so I'm exactly. not feeling any need to see that movie because I feel like it was explained to me, and the truth of the movie is very real. I don't, right. I don't need to give it an hour and a half right. of my life. That's right. And it ends the way they all end. That's right. So, That's right. So. Uh, you can go see that old J-Lo movie if you want to know how it ends because it's the same plot. Um, but, right. uh, but yeah, Vince, uh, fantastic job today. I think uh, as we were talking before we got on, uh, this really was a message that reminded us who we are. Yeah. And I think sometimes we just need to be told, hey, you're really good at this. And so thank you for that reminder. Thank you for the encouragement and your own leadership. Uh, And you do have that gift. Uh, You lead very diligently. Mm. And not only do you you lead diligently, you really do it with a lot of heart. And I think today, even the vulnerability to share what you, you shared, to talk about your day, to to kind of really just even highlight some good news in the midst of some bad news, a moment of grace. Mm. You know, I, I, I think everyone feels we're being led. Amen. And I can imitate that. And so, bro, thank you for your heart. Thank you for your vulnerability and just sharing God's word with us today. Well, and if you want, and listen to the sermon, I want to say thank you to the Creep Court Police Department for showing me a little grace yesterday. A to the men. <laughs> All right. Good day, everyone. All right. Have a great day. <laughs>